When planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business. Now, here's your host, Chris Salem. Welcome to Sustainable Success. Uh, Thursday morning here. It's been raining all week here in the Northeast, greater New York City area. So hopefully it's bright and sunny wherever you are. Uh, Today, we're going to have a a great guest today. We're going to be talking about becoming an unstoppable intuitive leader. But before we get in to what the show is going to be about today, I did want to let everybody know that is new to Sustainable Success you again, besides finding us on the Voice American Influencer channel, you could also join us at on Facebook at Sustainable Success 2017. Feel free to come by, like the page, and follow. And that way you could keep up to speed on the latest past episodes with our great guests and experts that we have on that cover everything from A to Z pertaining to sustainable success as it applies to your business, your wellness, and relationships. Also, for those that will be in the New York City area this Saturday, uh, that is May 19th, feel free to stop by the Millennium Hotel adjacent to the UN. Uh, The City Gala City Summit will be hosting a mastermind that will will be a prelude to their big event, which is next February, uh, that City Gala City Summit in Hollywood. I will be there as part of the mastermind group speaking. And it'd be great if anybody is in the area to come in. It is open. It is business casual. So again, today we're going to be discussing become a unstoppable intuitive leader. So if you ever like we're deciding to become a problem solving ninja who discovers creative solutions by merging the practical, tactical, logical, physical, energetic, spiritual and emotional sides of yourself. This is the place that you want to be today. We're going to be talking with uh, Terry Wildeman and her book, The Enchanted Boardroom, Evolve into an Unstoppable Intuitive Leader, introduces what she terms shiftology, tools that help you to learn how to tap into your intuitive inner guidance system. And we're going to be covering a lot of different things in this particular area because transparent leadership is really uh, important to me and really close to my heart. So before we introduce Terry, uh, she is in her consulting business. Intuitive leadership, high performance, and business accelerator coach, speaker, and best-selling author. She works with socially conscious CEOs, small business owners, and leaders to take their business to the next level with speed, calm, ease, and flow. Her 40 years of business and leadership experience includes owning a manufacturing company, image consulting company, and a leadership and holistic education center. She has taught at universities and a community college and her clients include entrepreneurs, banks, government agencies, chambers of commerce, and the U.S. military. Without further ado, we'd like to welcome Terry Wildeman to the show. Thank you, Chris. It's a pleasure to be here. Great, Terry. It's such an honor to be have you here today, and it was great to see you, of course, this past March in San Diego when we were at the Global Influence Summit, and then also for the Evolutionary Business Council event as well. Mm-hmm. So, you uh, you know, I mean, when we first met, you know, there was definitely I could I knew there was a connection. You know, when you you're such you know, your expertise and knowledge in the intuitive side as a leader, and you know, transparent leadership is such an important area for me. Something that I talk on frequently. 
So we wanted to talk a little bit about today, you know, some key concepts out of your book, The Enchanted Boardroom, Evolve mm-hmm. into Unstoppable Intuitive Leader. Can you tell, talk about to the, to the audience today, you know, what, what went into writing this book and why? <laughs> that is a great question. The title of the book actually came to me when I was doing a meditation. And this was about eight years ago. The Enchanted Boardroom, The Enchanted Boardroom, The Enchanted Boardroom. I knew it was supposed to be a book. And it took a while to unfold. And my focus is teaching communications, team building, and stress resilience. Those are the three areas that I absolutely love, shine, and adore. And what I realized was that this book had to include all three of those areas and spirituality, non-dogmatic spirituality. And the Enchanted Boardroom is about integrating, as you mentioned earlier in the bio, integrating the practical and logical side of yourself with the energetic and the intuitive and emotional side of yourself. And great leaders do this in a very powerful, coherent way. And that's what this book is about, teaching leaders, guiding leaders, helping them tap into their inner guidance system, listen to those nudges that we tend to run away from. We're scared of listening to our intuition because when we were growing up, if you listen to your intuition or you say you saw angels or, or you know, something, anything along those lines, people would laugh at you and, and say, oh, that, that's not true. You know, just, just forget about that. So we squashed the gifts that we were born with. And every human on this planet has gifts intuitive gifts. It's how we use them and work with them. So that's why I wrote this book. Wow, that's fantastic. And it's so true when you talk about, you know, people's inner guidance that a lot of times people just tend to override it. They feel like, you know, they're going to be judged. They're going to be criticized. They're going to be told that yep. are you, you're crazy. But many times, like you said, you know, our gifts are our gifts and, and it's how we they apply are. it to our current situation. So talk about like, mm-hmm. you know, where there could be, you know, the people that that might be in certain leadership roles or even what, what, what I would call manager roles. Maybe they're not, they're not, they mm-hmm. think they're leading, but they're not really leading. What could be some things that they could be, you know, become aware of that are not working for them, that they're really not tapping into this inner guidance system and why the concept of shiftology that you termed it, that that's trademarked by you would play a role in making that transition? Brilliant question. First of all, people need to understand the difference between leadership and management. Management is the practical and tactical side. Leadership is the emotional, energetic, and spiritual side. It's the values, okay? So you can have a manager who is so focused on getting the job done that what they forget is that it's about the people that they need to focus on to get that job done. And when people feel respected, when people feel honored, it's what I call real leadership, trust, honor, respect, integrity, loyalty, and love of fellow man. When people feel that they are cared for and respected, they're going to do a great job. And sometimes managers forget that. It's about the people and not the task because it's the people who do the task. But when we keep putting the task first, constantly, when we keep putting profit first, and this is something I spoke about last night at a networking event, profit 
there's different types of profit in a company. You have the financial profit, but you also have the profit that comes from human capital. And the profit that comes from human capital, if managers understand that leadership has to be integrated in the way they guide their people, the profit of, of, of what's the word I want to use? Um, I just went right out of my tongue. That's <laughs> my okay. Um, happens to me all the time. It's, it's the results. The results yes. that they're going to get from the folks that they're interacting with, that's profit, those results. It doesn't necessarily have to be financial. So profit comes in different levels and different places in any company as long as you influence your people positively. Does that make sense, Chris? No, it totally makes sense. I mean, like you said, I mean, we live in a we live in a society, or you just even our economic. You know, if you look at it you know, just from an economical viewpoint, we live in a business world where we want everything now. We we got to have profits now. We shareholders got to have everything. But it's so true mm-hmm. that when it, when you're looking at a, the businesses that are at a different level than other businesses, like, you know, the companies like Amazon that play at a far higher level than, say, your typical company, is because they they really look at human capital. They look at the long-term picture. Sustainable success is about the long-term, about the process, Mm -hmm. you know, focusing on the priorities that matter. And and like you said, human capital is often taken for granted, and, and that has a huge impact on long-term profits that are more consistent rather than spikes of having short-term profits and then having losses along the way. So that's so important that what you brought up there. And so in terms of like, you know, if, if you were like a manager right now looking to make that shift to a leader, an intuitive leader, somebody that mm. really now can see the picture, what would be the process that you'd suggest that they go about doing that? The first thing is to hold the mirror up, and it's about looking, taking a good look at, our, at ourselves, because to become an intuitive leader, it's an inside job. It's an inward journey. It really is, and it's about taking stock of who you are, where you are, where you want to go, and all of that involves behavior and emotional intelligence, and it's values also. So it's about looking at those three areas and asking yourself, what parts are working? What parts of myself are not working? And what do I need to do to change it? Because it's not about everybody else around us. You know, oftentimes we tend to blame everybody else for our lack of success. And that's where we're like, whoa, 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 whoa. You're responsible for your own success. And there are situations that happen, and, and I have been in them, uh, my husband has been in them, you know, where things sometimes don't come across as fair, yet the outcome of those things several years later, it's like, wow, if that hadn't happened, I wouldn't be here. Isn't this remarkable? So it is important to look at oneself and see what is happening within oneself first. And I'll give you an example of this, Chris. In 1994, 1993, I was given my very first DISC report. I was a trainer. I was just being introduced to DISC, and I was marveling at it. I was like, wow, this is really pretty cool, because I had never heard or been taught anything about DISC, and DISC stands for Dominant Influential Studying Conscientious. 
And the report that I was given, I, I sat on the couch. I put the girls to bed, and I sat on the couch, and I started reading this thing. And I'm highlighting and writing notes going, that's not me, that's not me, that's not me, that's not me. Oh, that's definitely not me. Okay, I'll take that. That's me. <laughs> and I closed the report. And two weeks later, something made me pick it up. And I reread the report. I was horrified to see all the things that I said, that's not me, that's not me, that's not me. Oh, yes, it is. Yes, it is. I did that. I did that. <laughs> you were being transparent. <laughs> talk, talk about a reality check. And what it helped me to do in looking at this report was to understand that every single behavior style, whether you're dominant, influential, steady, or conscientious. And another way of looking at it is some folks uh, like to use animals. The dominant can be the eagle or the hawk. The influential can be the parrot, talkative. The, the steady can be the, the dove. And the conscientious can be the, um, the owl. So whichever way you choose to look at this communication language, it's a language like French, German, Spanish, or English. And when you learn about yourself first and what triggers your emotions, what creates your stress, and what is in the way of you moving forward, then you can understand other people. You learn about them. You learn what makes them tick. You learn how they need to hear specific messages because someone who's a hawk or dominant, they tend to be short, sweet, to the point. Somebody who's a dove, they like their information delivered in a measured, very measured way. So a manager would do very well to look at how they communicate with the people on their teams first and how much stress they're creating for their people on the team because they don't know how to communicate with them efficiently. And not just efficiently, but with heart, you know, and care and compassion. There's nothing worse than working for a manager who is not compassionate and just doesn't care about the well-being about their people. So a manager really has to put a mirror up and say, how is it that I operate? Now, we have the flip side. You may have a manager who gives, 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 and gives, and they run themselves into the ground. And that, what happens is they set the stage because people like to emulate their bosses, do they not? Oh, yeah. Whether they like so, or want to believe it or not. <laughs> yeah. So when they're constantly emulating the bosses and the bosses running themselves into the ground, guess what they're, they're teaching and showing their people to do? To run themselves into the ground. So it's also about knowing, if you're a dove or an owl, knowing when to say no so that you can say yes to the possibilities. That's so powerful. Saying no, that, you know, it is so important to say no to the things that don't feel good so you can say yes to those things. Like you said, I mean, people want to feel appreciated, they, they, you know, and, and, it, and it, when you come from an intuitive side like you were talking about and, and communicating in a way that can re, you, know, you can relate to your people – it just it, they want to do more. They just want to go the yeah, extra mile because that's really about what they they want to feel that there's there's that trust, that credibility, there's that connection. It's not always that you know, hey, if you get the task done, you're going to get promoted. Okay, that's important. On but but yet more importantly is 
is that you feel appreciated, that you feel that you're part of the process, that you play an important role and this is a team effort and you know, and this is what you basically are saying here, which is so important yes, when it, it comes to human capital. Yes, it is. Wow. Powerful stuff here. And uh, so in terms of like, you know, we've got a few minutes going into the break here. Now talk about where did it, where did shiftology come from? You know, just get the, just a little background. So people, I know that that's a trademark name you have. So I have prospereneurs. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times people ask me what that means. A lot, half the time they can't even pronounce it, but talk about shiftology, you know, and, and just what kind of just a little bit more what that means in this process. Brilliant. Shiftology is, where did it come from? I don't even remember where it came from. All I know is one day I just said, it just popped into my head, shiftology. And that became the umbrella for all of the tools and techniques that I teach to assist leaders to pivot, pivot in the moment from one perspective to another. Sometimes we're way in our heads and we have a perspective about something and I have skill sets and tools that I teach folks to help them look at what is and then look at the possibilities around them. Um, I am also a holistic practitioner, so I, I am an EFT practitioner and I'm an NLP practitioner, and I do a technique called emotional release technique where we shift uh, emotions that are self-sabotaging and in the way of us moving forward. So an entrepreneur may have money challenges, and you and I both know about entrepreneurs who are working their tails off, but they're not making the income that they want. Oftentimes, there are money issues, subconscious money issues that are in the way. And using these energy psychology tools, I can help them to release those trapped emotions, those hidden emotions, and clear that out so that we can then get into the practical skill sets that we need to do to help them grow their business as well and create a sustainable business that keeps going, going, and going. And the other part of shifting is stress resilience. I burned out several times, and it was not nice. I lost my business. My baby saw me curled up on a couch. I was just exhausted and wiped out because I was one of those who gave, 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 gave until I made myself into the ground, you know? And uh, it took me six months to recover from the last one. So I went and got licensed with the HeartMath Institute way back in 2001 to learn about stress resilience for myself. What do you need to do in order to be able to become a resilient human being and be able to be grounded, centered, and coherent? And no. all of that is integrated in my shiftology tools also. Well, oh, that's fabulous. I want to touch on that when we come back after the break. You're listening to Terry Wildman and her book, The Enchanted Boardroom, Evolve into an Unstoppable Intuitive Leader. Again, our topic is Become an Unstoppable Intuitive Leader. We'll be right back after the break. sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. 
The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects. Surrounding yourself with family and loved ones. Nurturing your spirituality. Maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness. And being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about eliminating limited beliefs or unblocking mindset barriers for entrepreneurs, sales professionals, business leaders, and professional athletes to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of resolving the root cause to the problem. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the problem but do not address the root cause to it. You now have the opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consultation calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now... Back to Sustainable Success. Welcome back. If you're just joining us, uh, we're here with Terry Willibin, the author of the book, The Enchanted Boardroom, Evolve into an Unstoppable Intuitive Leader. It's talking about how to become an unstoppable intuitive leader. So we had left off talking a little bit about the process and how to be aware of what may not be working and what are the, what is the process to become an intuitive leader. So, Terry, we had left off at the uh, break talking about stress resilience. And so when we look at this concept of becoming an unstoppable intuitive leader, can you talk a little bit about how this transforms stress and shifting into common ease and moment? Oh, absolutely. Um, Thank you for asking that question because resilience is huge. In my TED Talk, I... Uh, talk about, do you really want to chase the work-life balance myth? And work-life balance is a myth. It does not exist. And resilience is a part of that. Um, you know, balance, we, we've been given, what I say, bill of go- goods with this chase of, of balance, 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 balance. And it really doesn't make sense. Because if you look at a scale, let, let's imagine scales of justice, okay? And those scales of justice are imbalance, completely imbalance. What do you think is happening, Chris? When it's imbalance mm-hmm. or not imbalance? Imbalance. That scale well, of justice is imbalance. What's happening? Well, I mean, when things are in balance, I, I still think that sometimes there's resistance to 
change. I wouldn't say if you're striving towards that, but but mm-hmm. why don't you explain if you can get in a little bit more in length and okay. that enlighten well, me as well. Look at that and imagine that balance being completely balanced. Is there any yep. movement? There's no movement. That's what I think I meant. Like I don't think exactly. there's no, there's, there's there's no, no such no thing movement. as perfect balance. Is that balance. life? Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's, you know, life, if, if you go to the space of no movement, you're either meditating or you're dead. <laughs> Think about it. Yeah, I, no I posted movement. something today yeah. on Facebook that said if, you know, if life didn't have its ups and downs, you'd be dead. <laughs> it's you, exactly. you think about like well, the heart monitor. Okay. If, it, like if you flatline, you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and because there is no such thing as balance, it's about realizing that. And I like what I talked about in my TED talk was the concept of work. We have associated the word work with our with the workplace, and the workplace and the job that we do is apart from us. It's away from us. So we have business and we have life. We have work and we have life. My concept is that there is work in everything, whether it's doing the laundry at home, whether it's cooking dinner, whether there's learning how to play soccer, learning how to write a book. Work is a part. It's integrated in our world. And when we step into a place where we are at the center and whatever part of the five, whichever five pillars of life is calling out to us, we stand there and completely focus on that pillar of life in the moment. We are coherent and focusing on what is around us. And there's a lot more to this, a lot more than uh, we have time for to talk about in the show because we have other things to talk about. But when we look at work-life balance from the perspective of resilience, it really is about being fully present in the moment, listening with our entire mind, body, and soul. And that is a, that is a technique that takes practice because we tend to be so multitasking. You know, we're multitasking all the time. So we're not actually completely in focus with what is in front of us. Once we learn how to be completely focused and truly listen to be heard and understood, resilience increases. And it has to do also with breathing deeply and engaging the brain and the heart with the brain and the head. When you engage both of them and breathe deeply, you almost get into what athletes call the zone. Have you ever been there, Chris? The yeah. zone as, a, as an athlete? I've, I've had more, yes. That's, I'm sorry, the what? No, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, that zone where everything becomes effortless and the athlete just keeps going and moving and it just all of a sudden, you know, they don't have to think about things being hard. It just happens. That's what happens when you are in that moment of being fully present. Yes. Listening, breathing deeply and connecting the brain and the head with the brain and the heart. You are completely coherent. And that's just the tip of the iceberg with resilience. Wow. I mean, that's a topic in itself. Like I said, we could spend a a whole hour talking about, but it's so important to have uh, talk about that as it applies to not only in the workplace, but also in your personal life. I'm a big believer in life and business are one. And this is such an Uh important area that needs to be uh, addressed. 
In terms of the, you know, intuitive, becoming an intuitive leader, and when we're looking at shiftology, how could this help a leader manager in helping them to make better, more informed decisions? When there are techniques that I use in shiftology, one of them is called the discovery process toolkit that allows them to look at, at a situation where they need to make a, a decision and we use mind maps and they can very quickly, even on the back of a napkin, write a mind map about from the practical perspective mm-hmm. from the head, this, 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 these are the results of if I make this decision. And then I take them through a, a quick meditative process that connects with the heart and we draw another circle, and I could say it could be on the back of a napkin, and create a mind map. And once I take them through this quick little 60-second meditation, they then write from that perspective. And what happens is you've got answers from the head and answers from the heart. And when you integrate them, you have a coherent answer to the decision that makes decision-making so much easier. It's, there are other techniques that I teach also in using the body called the sway test. And I use the sway test everywhere. I even use it when I'm shopping. I'll pick up a blouse and I'm looking at it and I'll go to sway test. And I love the blouse from my head and all of a sudden my body gets thrown backwards saying, no, okay, it goes back on the counter. <laughs> there we go. Not mine. <laughs> so these are very simple, simple techniques where you're using every tool that you have, your body your heart, and your, and your brain. And I teach them in my workshops, classes, and leadership retreats. And it's easy. You don't, decision-making does not have to be hard. It can be easy as long as we get out of our way. No, that's so true. And I think, you know, having clarity and when you're able to be in the moment and have clarity, that allows you to become more decisive, so obviously mm-hmm. that lot you're, you're making. So now you're making a decision from you know from your gut. That's intuit. That's being intuitive, and yeah. and and of course when you're able to be more decisive, you have the ability to follow through with massive action. So you're you're not exactly. only making that decision, but you're committed to the decision full heartedly to follow up with action. So that's so important. And why what you just brought up there, how. Decisions don't have to be complicated. We make them complicated because we overanalyze, we overthink the whole process. It's just, you know, just coming, you know, to the center, being in the moment and just listening, you know, to mm-hmm. and, and going with what your your intuitive nature is telling you. So important. Well, there's, a, there's a flip side to that, though, Chris, also. Yeah. See, based on behavior styles, because I incorporate behavior styles in the decision-making. Okay. You have those folks who are very analytical, like what you were talking about, but then we have the other folks who are short, sweet, to the point, and they make very quick decisions without having all the facts. Gotcha. And what happens then, it can actually cost a company time, energy, and money to undo the mistakes because they don't have all the facts and they have, um, they jump the gun without really looking at the entire process. So you've got the ones who jump too quickly to make decisions, and then you have the others that have paralysis by analysis. Yeah. And it's about finding a middle of the road where you can get all the facts very, very quickly. Um, you can then 
think about and put things in, in process. And, th- and also the third piece of that triangle is tapping into your intuition. So it's got to be all three of them in order yes. to make really good decisions, regardless of your behavior style. No, that's true. I mean, obviously, you gotta, you can't just be making a decision based upon, you know, you got to have some facts, some logic into there to, you know, that that makes sense, and then at at, at that point, be able to make the decision: is this going to work in favor for your organization or not? So, so right. true. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, if we're looking at again, you know, your, you know, this concept of applying, you know, this the the this shiftology, you know, becoming an unstoppable intuitive leader. How will that also impact, you know, releasing resistance and working with change? Uh, Now, certain behavior styles have an issue with that more than others. Okay, the the Dove, for example, the steady behavior style, they really don't like change. And um, so a leader, a manager, it's how they present that change, how they deliver the information that can help people who don't like change to, uh, I don't like to use the word deal with, but deal with it a little bit better. Okay. And it's about giving them the heads up. It's about giving them time. Resistance is an, an intuitive, well, it can be intuitive, the resistance, because that, it's your intuition talking, or it can be fear. Resistance, when it's fear, it can really get in your way of success and moving forward because you're allowing the fear to control you. Resistance from an intuitive place, which is different, is about taking a step back and doing a 360 examination of what is happening in front of you because that's your intuition saying, okay, if something's off here. What do I need to fix? What do I need to do? What do I need to look at next to move forward? So, do you understand the difference in the in resistance? Yeah, I mean, I, like I said, if you're if you're you know if it's coming out of fear, you're operating in the past and in the future. Past, you know, is, yeah. is creating yeah. stress. Uh, you know, the fear is a byproduct of of is coupled with stress. You know, you know, going off experiences from mm-hmm. the past, and then it, when right. you're in the future, that produces anxiety. Anxiety can produce. Uh, uh, procrastination. So I call it a cluttered mindset. But when you're mm-hmm. when you're coming from you know your intuitive side, you're in you're in the present moment. There's you have clarity, and you're able to make you know b- better decisions in the long run. So I guess that's how I look at it. Yeah. Well, the resistance piece though with intuition. Yeah. That's as important to listen to, because if there's resistance around something from an intuitive place, I know for myself. When I'm working with a client, for example, I'm doing a one-on-one coaching session, yep. and they're ready to move on, yet there's a resist- an, an intuitive something going on inside of me that's resisting my looking, my moving them forward. It's about I either I haven't asked the right question we, that has led us to tapping in to what the actual issue is with the specific client. And it happens every time. And when I, and I, when I ask them to please bear with me and to allow me to spend a little bit more time because I have this resistance to moving forward, sure enough, I end up asking just the right question that unlocks that resistance. Gotcha. And the client is finding the answer, the real answer, 
to what their challenge actually is. That's how I'm using resistance in regards to intuition. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Um, yeah, does that make sense to you, Chris? No, it makes how totally I sense. I'm glad. That. Yeah, no, thankful for that clarification. And again, for those of you listening, you know, we can encourage you to also listen to the on-demand version. So this is really important what, what Terry just talked about because it also cl- clarified a few things for me. So again, that what's great about the, our show is that you can always go back and listen to it on demand to li- you know hear it again because you may he- you know he- pick up something differently than you did the first time. So Terry, before we we head to break here, I want you know wanted to quickly talk about how would this also elevate a company's uh, image? Oh wow, well image is a big deal. You don't know this part about me, Chris. I don't think. Um, my company started 31 years ago as an image consulting company. Mm. And I go, I, yeah, see, you didn't know that. No. <laughs> and, uh, and I would be, I got certified as an image consultant. That was when the Color Me Beautiful days were, were happening. And I just had a three-year-old. I mean, a three, I just had a three-year-old. Listen to me. I just had a three-month, you know, I took my three-year-old with me. Oh, for crying out loud, I can't get the words out. I took my three-month-old with me to get trained and certified. And she was the youngest graduate of the image consulting school that I went to. <laughs> and together we would go to places and we would talk about, not that she could say much in a, in a little cradle there, um, professional image, body language, presentation, energy. We would talk about all of that. And the image of the individual and the company sets the stage for how people are going to respond to you. And that hasn't changed 31 years later. Now, it is still just as important to present a powerful image. Now, technology has changed. How we do things have changed. But how you present yourself at networking events, we're getting more into face-to-face. People are getting a little bit tired of all the online stuff. How you present yourself um, to another person, like I said, face-to-face, how you engage here, even in the conversation that we have, there's an image that is being presented with you and myself. How we present ourselves on our website is image. How we present ourselves on social media, that is all image. And I highly encourage people to take a good look at that also. How am I presenting myself on social media? How am I presenting myself in in person? How am I treating people in person and on social media? Yeah. How, you know, the words, the energy that you're using, if you're constantly throwing negative stuff out on social media and you're running a business, do you really think people want to do business with you? No, that's so true. Probably not. Yeah, this is an important... Go ahead. Sorry. No, 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 that's fine. You know, it's just about being careful about your words and the words that you choose and how you choose to present yourself. And please don't think that it doesn't matter because it does. No, absolutely. Their first impression is less than three seconds. No, absolutely. So this is so important about image. Uh, We're listening to Terry Wildeman. Again, we're discussing become an unstoppable intuitive leader. We need to go to break, but we'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. 
What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects. Surrounding yourself with family and loved ones. Nurturing your spirituality. Maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness. And being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about eliminating limited beliefs or unblocking mindset barriers for entrepreneurs, sales professionals, business leaders, and professional athletes to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of resolving the root cause to the problem. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the problem but do not address the root cause to it. You now have the opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consultation calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795 or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Welcome back. If you're just joining us, we're here with Terry Wildeman uh, from her book, The Enchanted Boardroom Evolve into an Unstoppable Intuitive Leader. We were just uh, left off where we were talking about the impact of her principles as it applies to uh, becoming an intuitive leader. So, Terry, we I wanted to ask you another question, which I you know I feel the audience will find tremendous value from. When we talk about you know creating positive dialogue and communicating powerfully, how can your concept from your book affect these areas when it comes to intuitive leadership? Quick and easy. We avoid specific words in our dialogue and our email. And I guarantee if you avoid these words, you're going to be very surprised at how your writing changes. And they are don't, not, no, can't, won't, should have, would have, could have. And those are what I call the negative words that when you take them out of your vocabulary, especially when you're writing and you turn it around into a positive statement, the energy completely shifts on the email and the writing 
and I've had people tell me they're blown away at how their people respond to their language, to the, the directions and the language when these words tend to be avoided. I'm not going to say eliminated because there's always a time and a place for those words, but it's about avoiding those words as much as possible. Don't, not, know, can't. The other one is try because with try, there's always a way out. So the words to use are yes, I can, do, I commit to. Those are words that you can use that are very positive and powerful that actually shift the energy. That's so powerful. I, and I, I, I 100% endorse everything you say there. I often, people ask me when I hear I'll try, that means they're not fully committed. They have one foot in, one foot out. I will. Right. You know, that's, that's 100% commitment. You're commit, committed to the process. So, so mm-hmm. true about uh, when it comes to that. It's uh, words are powerful because what you say, it, you know, comes from how you think. And so how you think, how you use words impacts the action that you take. And if the outcomes that you desire do not fulfill, it, you got to take a look at what you're saying. So it's so important. That's exactly that you, right. So it's so important how you talk about that, you know, especially when you're communicating with others that that you want to mm-hmm. motivate and inspire to, you know, to do the same. So when you're talking and about. this is what I, managers need to look at, Chris. Earlier yeah, we yeah. were talking about managers. This is one of the areas managers need to talk, need, need to look at. That's one of the areas big, you need to hold the mirror time. up to. I'm sure that you could probably spend a half a day in that area with them. <laughs> yeah, I do. So this was an interesting one that came, that you that you have here that I wanted to bring up. When we talk about you know this process, you talk about the customer comes second. Can you expand on that? Easy. It is one of my favorite topics on the planet. It's based on my waterfall principle. Imagine two waterfalls. The waterfall on the left happens to have the customer at the top and the employee at the bottom of the waterfall. So water is energy, and water can be destructive or it can be healing. In waterfall number one, with the customer at the top and the employee at the bottom, imagine the employee from a customer service perspective trying to reach the customer. How hard is that, Chris? Yeah. Okay, it's like salmon. What happens to salmon when they're going upstream? They die. They're exhausted. They're wiped out. You're constantly going upstream trying to reach the customer. Flip it around and make the employee, uh, put the employee at the top of the waterfall and the client at the bottom of the waterfall. The employee then, because they are treated with trust, honor, respect, integrity, loyalty, and love a fellow man, they feel so good, that energy becomes a very positive energy that then flows in waterfall number two down onto the client, coworkers, employees. It just flows to everyone. So when you put the employees first, and they are your most important commodity in any business, that, that is your profit center, putting your employees first. When you realize that that's where the profits are made, then the clients feel good when they walk in. They feel good interacting with your employees. They feel good being a part of your business and loyalty increases. And this is where you'll get your four and five star reviews. Uh, and the customer comes second is actually a book that was written by Hal Rosenbluth, I believe in 1990, uh, five or 96. And he, 
owned Rosenbluth Travel. And um, that book I wrote about in 1998. I included it in my book from 1998, 1-800-Courtesy, Connecting with the Winning Telephone Image. And it's such a powerful concept. I needed to include it in this book also. Mm. That's so powerful. I love the analogy with the waterfall because it really makes sense when you, when you, when you think about it. That it's like that that flows down to the customer, that energy, and that's what's going to sustain yeah. those relationships and uh, keep, you know, raise the retention with customers sticking around. So, so important. Mm-hmm. Right? That, that very mm-hmm. interesting concept. Again, again, make sure to check out Terry's book, which you'll be talking about a little later, uh, th- that will expand more on that area. Now, Terry, when we talk about, you have another trademark term called working with your magnetic business attraction. Talk a little magnetic bit about that as it applies to this. Well, you know, law of attraction is a big deal to me. And I would attract things and not understand where I would attract them. And then the things that I wanted to attract, I couldn't attract. I'm like, okay, what's happening here? (laughs) And then the movie um, uh, Secret came out. And part of it made sense to me and part of it didn't make sense to me. And then I went further and studied. And I've been studying law of attraction now for years and years and years. And out of it came our magnetic business attraction process. And it's all about energy. And this is what I was talking about earlier with folks who may have money challenges. A lot of it has to do with uh, they have all the practical and logical stuff in place, but they can't attract the money. And it's because there's a, a an energy around it that is blocking it. And I remember asking one client who happened to be a CPA, she can never attract more than $50,000 a year. And uh, we were, I was taking her through the magnetic uh, business attraction process, and I said to her, where in your world does that $50,000 come in? What is happening? And her eyes got huge because she had never thought about it. Her parents never made more than $50,000 a year. Mm. And that energy of being a youngster and knowing that that was the cap that her parents made and watching them struggle influenced her in her business. So from a law of attraction perspective, subconsciously, she couldn't get past that. So we were able to release, using these energy psychology tools, we were able to release those, uh, that energy piece around it, and she's now incredibly successful. So that's part of the magnetic business attraction program, releasing and focusing on high vibrational energies that really attract more of what we want in life and less of what we don't want in life. Mm, very powerful, and I, and I can see that I, I have a thing where you know it t- goes back to limited beliefs, and money dialogues mm-hmm. apply to that. So that's so true. I love this concept with this magnetic business attraction. Again, make sure to check that out uh, from her book, The Enchanted Boardroom: Evolve into an Unstoppable Intuitive Leader. Now, leading into that, we we talked about the 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 evolve into an unstoppable intuitive leader. Let's talk a little bit about the enchanted boardroom. Now, how did that all come mm. out? Well, as I mentioned, the title came to me um, in the meditation years ago. And what the Enchanted Boardroom is, is uh, it's a boardroom. Just like it's one of three types of boardrooms. You have your personal boardroom, a corporate boardroom, and a spiritual boardroom. Your personal boardroom is made up of your friends, colleagues, coaches who are 
front and center guiding you in your business. If you're an LLC, you then have your business boardroom. These are business people who are directing the company or directing you if you're a CEO. And then you've got your spiritual boardroom. And that's what the Enchanted Boardroom is. This is a non-dogmatic spiritual meditation where you are bringing in, and this is what Napoleon Hill, by the way, states when... um, uh, two minds come together, a third mind is created. And, yeah. and he wrote about that in Masterminds in his book, Think and Grow Rich. I took it further in the Enchanted Boardroom, and this is actually creating a spiritual boardroom. And everybody does it a little bit differently. I walk them through the meditation. It's at the end of the book. I had to set the stage up. The next book, the sequel is coming that is going to take the Enchanted Boardroom concept even deeper, where you actually connect in a boardroom setting, in your imagination, with key leaders that you want to have a conversation and dialogue with. And I have been blessed with some amazing political folks. Nelson Mandela has sat in my, at my table. Mother Teresa has sat at my table. Louise Hay, uh, Dr. Wayne Dyer has sat at my table. And I've also had some grandmasters and, and archangels that, that sit at my table on a consistent basis. So, this enchanted boardroom, I call in every morning. I interact with them from, from a business perspective. This is angels in business here. This is a business perspective. And it's amazing the information that comes in that dovetails with the daily intuition that moves forward. So, again, this is creating a, a method of operating in the physical world that integrates all the facets of who we are as physical beings. Wow, it's so powerful and uh, so important. And you said that you're looking to you know, expand upon that, right? Is that uh, on the horizon? Mm-hmm. Yes, mm, the next great. book is called Intuitive Leadership, Keys to Unlock Prosperity Through Wisdom. And that'll be coming out in 2019. Wow, that's awesome. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing that. that that's going to be a great book and expanding on this concept. So again, you know, mm-hmm. listeners, I, we encourage you again that uh, if you joined us, you know, later in the show or you've been on throughout the entire show, again, to go back and listen to the on-demand version. We always find that when you listen, you know, more than once, you're always able to pick up something that you didn't hear the first time. And it's usually at that point where you, you can have an aha moment, certain things that Terry had pointed out that can help shift you, what she calls shiftology that could shift you from becoming a good manager to an intuitive leader. So, so powerful. So, Terry, I wanted to let the listeners know, you know, what are you up to? Where can they find you? And if there's any, any other value that you can provide them today? Well, they can find me at www.intuitiveleadership.com. Also, if they type in Terry Wildeman, and that's T-E-R-R-Y, and then W-I-L-D-E, M-A-N-N, they can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Uh, some of the things that are coming up the rest of this year, we are holding uh, leadership retreats in various cities. We just created a new one-on-one 90-day coaching package called Business Acceleration Process. And it's just some fun stuff that's been happening uh, I, every day, something new is coming up that is taking me into a different project in a different program. But those are the biggies right now, the retreats the, the, and the business acceleration one-on-one and the um, 90-day program. So, wow, that's, that's great. Great. And right now, you're, you're currently in Miami right now. So, uh, 
You know, I know I the weather is not much, much different uh, down there than it is here today. Uh, you know, we're hoping that things will clear up here. But I wanted to thank you today for, you know, taking time out of your, your busy schedule to join us here live for Sustainable Success. We always like to, you know, thank our guests. We know that you got lots of things going on and you take the time to really share that wisdom and knowledge that aspiring leaders are looking for to take their game their lifestyle and their overall well-being to another level and and everything you've talked about today you know touches in all of those areas and and and, and these are concepts that can be used outside of the boardroom outside of the business in every day every person's personal life so I want to thank you again and also we want to thank, thank you, you listeners for joining us today because without you we wouldn't have this show and again we we thank you again for joining us Again, you can tune in every Thursday at 12 noon East Coast time, 9 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. And we want to wish you a prosperous rest of your day. And we look forward to seeing you or hearing from you next Thursday. So have a great day, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have an incredible week.